Hey guys, welcome back to the Live Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Melima. I hope you all had a good weekend and I'm looking forward to today's episode because we're going to be looking at what do you do when your Christian friends are making bad choices? Or I guess you can also look at it like this. How do you support your friend when you don't support their decisions? Now, nothing sucks more than giving someone advice and they don't take it and then they make the mistake and you have to summon all of your strength not to say, well, I told you so. (laughs) But seriously, I just want to say up front that I know that you can't control people, so you shouldn't even try and the world doesn't revolve around you and you're not God. So from the very start, we shouldn't even be getting super worked up about what other people do because really you can only control yourself. But still, when we see those that we love make mistakes, mistakes that we know will hurt them, it actually hurts us too. So I'm coming at this episode from from that perspective. I also want to say up front, people, they have their own free will. That's what makes us people. And relationships are messy and risky because that's what people are like too. Broken people hang out with broken people and they make mistakes. We all make mistakes because that's just life, which is why I guess it makes sense that it's a reoccurring theme in the book of Proverbs in the Bible that seeking wisdom is the actual key to a smart life. But what do you do when you see a friend or more specifically, a Christian friend or family member, someone who you think they should know better by now, what do you do when they make a bad decision or a decision that you just don't agree with? Or maybe it's a decision that's destructive and it's plain and obvious to see that if they follow through with this decision, that they will be miserable. First of all, I would say pray. Prayer is super powerful. I mean, have you seen the movie War Room? For Christians, prayer is supposed to be like breathing. Now, it shouldn't be a thing that we use to get God to do what we want on earth, but instead, it's more of a way of getting God's will to be done on earth because his wisdom is greater than our own. When we don't pray, we're demonstrating that we have a lack of faith and a lack of trust in God's word. We pray to demonstrate our faith in God. So prayer is plugging into God's power. It's our means of defeating the strongholds that Satan has in our lives and in our friends' and family's lives. So even if our friends or family members throw our concerns for them back in our faces, we can rest in knowing that God hears every prayer and He is greater and more powerful than our own efforts. Secondly, I would say be gentle. If you're not that good of friends with the person, then the conversation might not go that well and you might end up being rejected. And this is why you should definitely pray beforehand because knowing whether or not to say something, it's going to take discernment. And if you are good enough friends or if you are family members, I would still say pray beforehand. Pray for wisdom and for the right words. Try to have a one-on-one conversation and maybe start off by saying something like, hey, I've been worried and concerned about some things involving you and I don't want you to get offended because it's out of love, but I was wondering if I can talk to you about it, would it be okay? Or something like that. And if they say no, then just leave it and talk about something else, but just keep praying for them and affirming about how much you care about them. If you think it's an emergency or it's something serious like abuse or illegal behavior or anything dangerous to them or others, then I would say push the issue. In cases like those though, you might have to be ready to lose a friend in order to protect them and to help them grow. When you do have the conversation though, just listen at first. Just love them for who they are in that moment. It may be tempting to jump the gun and to tell them what to do and to tell them what they're doing is wrong and to tell them that the Bible actually says this, but just be gentle. They might think that you're just belittling them 
Uh, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 19 says, making up with a friend that you have offended is harder than breaking through a city wall. So I emphasize this, be gentle. Thirdly, try to empathize with them. When you talk to them, try to understand what their thought process is. Put yourself in their shoes, ask them why questions, and don't judge right away. Let them explain themselves, and when you feel like you understand them, then find something with what they said that you agree with. There have been so many times where I've jumped the gun and rushed to the end because I wanted my friend to stop hurting themselves from their bad decisions and tell them all of these really great book, sermon, and podcast recommendations. But again, we're all broken and we all fall short and we all have our own strongholds of sin in our own lives, but our friends need to find wisdom on their own. We can only point them in the right direction, but we can't force them to take those steps. We can ask questions and remind them of what God's truth says, but really, we really need to let them figure it out for themselves. We need to empathize with them and their struggle. Don't condemn them. Try to be understanding and tell them that you understand. You may not like it, but you understand. And after you say that, then you can decide what is the most important thing for them to hear at that moment. Do they really need to hear a Bible verse about what they're doing? Do they really just need encouragement and to be reminded of God's grace and intimacy? Or do they just need a reminder that as their friend or family member, you will always be there for them when they need help? So try to empathize, use discernment, and go from there. Lastly, just know that it will take time. Don't fall into the trap of believing that if you say the exact right words and you do convince them of their problems and the consequences, then they will change. You cannot change a person. That's up to the Holy Spirit. God can use your words to transform their thinking, but it might take more than just one conversation. It will take time, and there may be times where it just won't change in the here and now. Remember, people will hear what they want to hear in order to justify continuing what they're doing or their way of thinking. But the best that you can do is to just love them in the meantime. Jesus definitely sets the example so that we know how to love someone, and it's this. Caring for people is not about pointing out their faults and controlling their decisions, but instead it's pointing them to better things and patiently helping them to get there. Remember that as Christians, we're a part of God's family, and if we're not being loving towards our brothers and sisters in Christ, then we can't claim to belong in God's family, because we're not loving those who belong to God. Sin has really broken up this world and wreaks havoc on our lives, and when we choose to see all of the pain, pride, sin, and tragedy around us for what it is, and not get mad at the person themselves, then we're better able to see each other as God sees us. Wonderful, beautiful, chosen, purposed, and loved. I know the world doesn't agree with this statement, but we actually don't need to support everything our friends or family members do in order to love them. Having people around you all the time that just say yes to everything you do isn't exactly loving, and in the long term, it doesn't actually help you to grow. But just ask yourself, do you want to be right, or do you want to still have a friend or family member? That's definitely the question that you need to ask yourself. I also want to mention here that if you're really struggling with how a friend or family member is acting, it may be in your best interest to take a break from that person until you've calmed down. If being around them or seeing what they're doing is getting you really riled up or upsetting you too much, then maybe take some time away from them and spend some time with God in a quiet time to refocus your heart and mind and to calm down. Get back into the right mindset because if you don't have first an abiding relationship with Jesus and you're constantly 
constantly just pouring out your energy from an empty place, then you're just going to end up being harsh and hurtful rather than being all about love and reconciliation. So you're also going to need to feel more at peace with yourself. And if you need to take a break, then take a break when you need to. With all that being said, I just want to end by saying thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it and that it was useful for you. It was one of more of those uh, practical episodes on dealing with particular issues. So if the podcast was useful and helpful to you, and if you are enjoying the podcast, then I would love for you to share it on social media or share it with a friend. If you do, please make sure to tag me so I can see it. And if you're not yet subscribed, please let me take this opportunity to invite you to do that as well. You'll get notified whenever I upload new episodes. Well, thanks again for being with me on this journey and I'll hope to see you next time. Bye.